How do you feel when you have clutter? Probably not very good, huh? I know I don't. I don't feel great. There's physical clutter and then there's mental clutter, two types. And that's what we're going to get into today, sister. Talking about the two types of clutter that can interfere with our personal Bible study and our connection with God. All right. If you want to know all four steps, okay, all you need to do is going to our community by going to bit.ly slash let's be intentional and join our amazing, amazing sisterhood, the community in there that's doing amazing things by encouraging each other every day and praying for each other. And also I left my live workshop in there. It is there on the featured section on the top. So when you join, all you need to do is go to the featured section and it's the very first video right now. And at this point, if you're listening to later on, you might actually find more videos in there. (laughs) But right now you're going to actually see the live. And in there, I I go through all four steps. Today, I'm going to share with you step two of the workshop, okay, which is to declutter your mind and your space. And we're going to get into it. We're going to look at Bible verses, practical. Ladies, you're going to walk away today with tactical and practical things you can do. And if you want more help with this, you know that I'm your girl, okay? I'm your sister, I'm your mentor, and I'm your friend. All you need to do is go to the, actually, (laughs) I'm so proud to say this, the new and improved website, okay? Because I just added my new pictures in there. I'm so excited. I was able to do some uh, a photo shoot recently, and um, and I'm just so I'm so excited. Can you just see my excitement? <laughs> Can you hear it? Can you feel it? All right, it's a new and improved website. It's theintentionalchristianwoman.com. And in there, you can actually see how I can help you. I can walk you through all the steps that I take you through and everything you will come out of, everything that I have to offer you through coaching with me. All right, sister, so check it out if you want more help, more one-on-one with this. All right, let's do this. Are you so busy and overwhelmed that you can't get enough time to connect with God? Are distractions robbing you of your time with Jesus? Is your motivation to spend time in the Word just not what it used to be? Do you want to be more consistent in your personal Bible study? Welcome home, sister. I'm Rosie, a mom, wife, teacher, and devoted disciple of Jesus. And like you, I struggled to stay consistent with my Bible study. When life got busy, I felt so overwhelmed that spending time in God's Word was no longer a priority. In my hardest seasons of life, my motivation to be in the Bible grew weak. I lost my convictions and walked away from God. But by His grace, my faith was restored and with the conviction to never take God's word for granted again. If you're tired of letting the enemy steal away your time, energy, focus, and motivation, then sister, this podcast is for you. So go reheat your coffee, dust off your journal and Bible, and get ready to take back your time. Step two, again, uh, episode 141 has more about that, so check it out. I gave it all, almost all away pretty much in that podcast episode 141. Step two, here we go. Step two is a little hefty, all right? So bear with me. I'm going to try to go as quickly as possible, but this is a very important step. Step two is to declutter. De- I'm not talking about decluttering your home, although you should. <laughs> I'm still a work in progress, okay? Declutter your space. Declutter your space and declutter your minds. There's two things you have to declutter, your space and your mind. Remember that. Step two, declutter 
your space and your mind, okay? All right, how many of you love a decluttered space in your house, right? Declutter in the chat. Who loves a decluttered space? <laughs> Are you sure you can't see my room? <laughs> Lizeth? I mean, you're not seeing all of my room. My room is not that bad right now. This is the bedroom. It's actually not, not bad. I decluttered the other day a little bit. Oh, my goodness. So write declutter. Write declutter in the chat if you feel so much better when you have a declutter space. I think we all do. I think having a cluttered space really stresses us out. It really does. Yes, Lizeth. Yes, Nikki. Declutter. Okay. So declutter your space in your mind. So in your declutter your space is basically declutter your, I'm not talking about declutter your whole house. Don't worry, Lizeth. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. Just declutter your area of where you're going to do your Bible study. So that area I call a connection corner. Have a connection corner. I just, I don't know if people use that, but I, I just started using that word recently. Have a connection corner. A connection corner is any corner. It could be like here, I have my little corner desk in my room. This is where I do my a lot of my work. Although not always, sometimes I use a living room. And same thing, I might go and use a dining table if it's quiet, as long as it's quiet. I might use the corner of the couch. I have a little corner there I love, and the lamp is next to it. I'll use the corner of the couch. I have a like, I have multiple corners that I use, but you can have one or more. I would recommend at least two because you never know. Sometimes you might need that extra one. Okay, so um, my husband's office, which is really more like a shared office, but he uses it a lot to study. That's a corner on, on the bed in the office. That's a corner also that sometimes I use. Okay, always have a connection corner, but make sure it's decluttered, at least a little area. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just make sure it's, it's, it's you know, ready for you. Okay, um, also another place that you can have uh, your connection corners are outside. And, you know, Jesus himself in Mark 30, Mark 131 said very early in the morning, it says very early in the morning while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Jesus had a connection corner, but it was outside, right? He got up when it was still dark because he knew that people were going to start asking him for miracles, you know, needing him in, in their life. I mean, Jesus was and is a very important person, right? So he got up early in the morning. Uh, where he where he went to pray so jesus went outside now you can go outside too you know I, and there's an episode that i talk about taking it outdoors i think sometimes we need to take it outdoors you know taking it outdoors is is uh, refreshing of course when when the weather permits not like today where it's raining right now right because you know episode 132 in my podcast talks about taking it outdoors so check out episode 132 so I have another episode too, where I have a sister that talks in episode 52. Um, she talks about how she uses her car <laughs> to just have that private space. Episode 52, she also talks about self-care. That's Blondie Moore, my good friend and sister in Christ. She was on her podcast. Some of you know her. And um, episode 52, check it out. She uses her car. She talks about it and very proud. So if that's all the space that you have, then use it. I mean, or just change it up, right? At work, why not? You know, maybe maybe it's a lunch break. And thank you, by the way, if you're here on a lunch break, thank you so much for taking your time to join me on your lunch break. I really feel that is an honor that you have chosen this time to be here with me. Thank you, thank you, thank you, sisters, okay? Um, but make sure that that work space, um, either you put a noise cancellation or some music in the background or something so you don't have to get 
um, disturbed. Okay, so there's so many connection corners that you can choose. The, you know, the sky's the limit. All right. The second part is decluttering your mind. All right. So for this one, we're going to first talk about two different types of distractions in your mind. Okay. The first distraction could be um, a physical distraction, something right in front of you. And then a second is a non-physical distraction. So the physical would be a great example would be like a phone. You know, we all have our phones by us. Like I even have it right here almost all the time. It's like, it's like we can't live without it. Right. I mean, crazy. Like this is how we live. It's just, it's kind of a part of our lives. You know, we have all almost everything on our phones now. We can find up anything. And it could be a friend too. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm not against phones. Okay. What I'm saying is how you use it, right? So what I would suggest is if you're a, you tend to be distracted easily and you don't need your phone for for your uh Bible study, okay? Because sometimes you do need it, like you know, you, you put on do not disturb in my recommendation, you might need it for whatever things you have to look up something, you don't know a definition, things like that. That's fine. I've done it too. Or I've had my laptop again, but I close on my other browsers. That's another thing you could do and just focus on the browser that you need. So those are your um, physical distractions. Okay. Non-physical, non-physical distractions include uh, your emotions. Okay. Emotions. So one of the main ones is, is worrying thinking about all your to-dos, okay? So <laughs> how many of you are guilty? No shame here, no shame, okay? I'm gonna be the first one to raise my hand, all right? Put a little raise your hand emoji or say me if you don't have emojis available, okay? How many of you here, when you're gonna get into your Bible, okay, you start thinking about other things? And and maybe on not all the time, but it happens. Like how many of you have experienced that or experienced that at least a few times, maybe per week? Raise your hand or hands up emoji. I want to see it. I want to see it. Yeah. Okay. So raise your hand if you can, if you can relate to that, because I can, because the, the fact is that, you know, you come into your Bible study and it's not like you have nothing going on in the day, right? You have a ton of things to do. And so for me, I not always, not always, but it, it can be a problem sometimes. So one of my solutions that recently has been helping me is when I wake up, first thing I do literally before I get off of bed is I just say a little 20 to 30 second prayer uh, of thanks. Thank you, God, for waking me up. Thank you for another day of life, another opportunity. Thank you for making me healthy today for my family, for my husband right next to me. He's just a treasure. My kids, you know literally 20 or 30 seconds and then it just gets my mind focused on okay god is first right so that helps that helps all right so um another solution is if you if that happens to you a lot is keep a notebook handy a scrapbook or something <clears throat> just at bay and a pen or a pencil in case there's something urgent that comes up and you're like trying to get you know you're in the middle of your bible study just write it down super quickly and then go back to your bible study that way you don't you're putting it away let it go. You'll remember. Okay. That actually helps me as well. Another thing that helps me um, with the non-physical distraction of worrying or thinking of all my to-dos, or even just in general, it helps me to sometimes I need to just pray before I start my study. Like literally just like the short prayer in the morning is one of them, but sometimes I just need to go, okay, Lord, help me be focused. Like I'm going to, I'm going to read, help me to clear my mind, you know, just quick 10 seconds and then get into your word. Okay. Playing instrumental music in the background can help as well. Um, whatever works for you. The other uh, uh, emotion or even thoughts that can wear us down is, and this is a big one, ladies, our motivation. Okay. Motivation. We're not always going to be gung-ho and 
super excited about getting into our word every morning. It doesn't happen every single morning or whenever you do it, evening or noon, lunch break, okay? It's not going to always happen because our motivation is easily affected, okay? Sometimes. So guilt, these are some of the these are some of the things that can affect us. Guilt. Guilt is a, a lie of Satan. Remember, there's nothing you need to be clear uh, uh nothing you need to be feel blamed for. I have actually an episode in my podcast um recent I don't remember the the, the when I I might put it in the chat later with I, I actually baby if you can look it up on um on Spotify which number that is it's the one that's called blameless <clears throat> sorry blessed and blameless and it's very recent so if anyone knows the episode number please write it in the chat but it's called blessed and blameless you can look it up and there i just talk about how we are blameless we are blameless you know the sins the your sins are washed away every day by jesus by the blood of jesus so there's no need to feel guilty if you have sin in your life and unconfessed sin can be a distraction just confess it to a trusted person you know that it says in the bible james that there's a purpose for confessing Okay, God has already forgiven you, but the purpose, here it is. James 5, 16 says, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be, that you may be healed, right? Because it wears you down, James talks about that. Like pray for one another, like confess your sins and that sister or brother can pray for you and that there's healing because healing happens when you get it out. You know, sometimes it's just weighing you down so much. You just need to talk about it. Don't you just feel better? Like when you just talk about it to someone you trust? I mean, it's just so good. So that's a, a distraction you can get rid of that way. Overwhelm, big time. <clears throat> Overwhelm is a big one. Discouragement. Discourage, discouragement can come into in all ways, like um, going through some kind of grief. Mine was the grief of a divorce. I also grieved my grandma when she passed away, my aunt. I mean, there are people who have dear people in their lives who have, they've lost people. And so that time of grief is also a a discouragement time and it can be a time that can interfere with our our bible study and sh and surely you know understandably you know so we we kind of have to understand that there are times like that give ourselves a lot of grace um you know if you have uh people who are have mental health issues as well a lot of grace because god understands um just know and believe and trust that he's there he's ready he's ready to listen to you he's ready to teach you he's ready always know that god is on your side let that be an encouragement to you some bible verses i want to share with you about this very topic of the mind is in first peter 1 13 therefore with minds that are alert and fully sober set your hope on the grace and sorry on the grace to be brought to you when jesus christ is revealed at his coming Romans 12, 2, do not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that by testing you may discern what the will of God is, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And of course, one of my favorites, <clears throat> excuse me, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And Isaiah 26, 3, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Okay. If you're not writing these down, because I know that, you know, you might be listening and doing something, you can always listen to the recorded and, and take notes and write, write them down. Feel free. These are great scriptures. Okay. Step three. All right. Step three. Ready for step three? All right. Here we go. Hey sister, if this episode encouraged or blessed you in some way, then the best thing you can do is share it with a friend. Also, I would love it if you join me in my Facebook community, Intentional Bible Study for Christian Women. There is an amazing sisterhood encouraging one another and praying for each other and sister. 
If you've ever thought about connecting deeper with God through a consistent, powerful, and uniquely designed Bible study routine that works just for you and your time needs, look no further because I am your mentor and friend and your coach, and I can help you. All you need to do is write me at coachwithrosie at gmail.com. You can connect with me there, or you can check out theintentionalchristianwoman.com for more details. Lastly, if you haven't done so yet, I would invite you to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the way that I know this show is blessing you. My sister, I love you, know that I'm praying for you, and I will see you in the next one.